Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now the final category. Here are the 10 nominees for Best Motion Picture of the Year. All Quiet on the Western Front. Avatar. The Way of Water. The Banshees of Inisherin. Elvis. Everything Everywhere All at Once. The Fablemans. Tar. Top Gun Maverick. Triangle of Sadness. And Women Talking. Hello everyone and welcome to the Next Best Picture Podcast. I'm your host Matt Neglia. Time of recording is 9.08pm on January 24th, 2023. I am back from the Sundance Film Festival. Arrived early this morning, just a few hours before the 95th Academy Award nominations announcement. And that's what we are going to be talking about today. And here to join me to do that, we got a packed house of so many contributors from Next Best Picture to lend their reactions and their expertise as we as we dive deep into these nominations. First up, I have Evo Day. Much to think about. Dan Bear. Year of the Donkey, bitches. Giovanni Lago. Hello, hello. Nadia Dalamonte. Hi, everyone. Brendan Hodges. Hey there. Meredith Loftus. Hello. And Daniel Howitt. Hello, hello. So lots to think about, lots to process today. Um, we are going to be going through each one of these categories one at a time here. Uh, we're going to go through the shorts. We're going to go through the craft categories. We're going to go through the above the line categories. Of course, we're going to talk about best picture. We're not so much going to be talking about winners, though. We still have quite a lot of time. And let's also you know, face facts here. This time last year, post-nominations, we all thought Power of the Dog was in the driver's seat to win the Oscar. And look how that turned out. So we're not going to get presumptuous on this week's episode. Instead, we are going to just talk about what made it, what didn't, and go from there. So why don't we, uh, first of all, go around and just uh, ask a general question in terms of presentation. The announcement uh, for the nominations this morning was done by Riz Ahmed and Allison Williams, and it was live again. We haven't had that in a couple of years, actually, where they're in the press room, you got the publicists, other members of the press, and they're reacting to the nominations as they're read out loud. Uh, What did we all think of that format? I'm so so glad they went back to it, honestly. That that live applause in the room was perfect. We couldn't have the moment of my year of dicks with, you know, without that live audience. That was a great moment that is going to be repeatedly shared for many years to come. I mean, dick poop now has company and that's really cool, I think. I was going to say another great moment was the excitement after hearing Stephanie Shu's name. 
I, I actually went back and I re-listened to the announcement after the nominations, and I kind of took a bit of an inventory check on who got pretty loud reactions versus who got the respectable applause, if you will. Yeah. Stephanie Shu was definitely one of the more enthusiastic ones. And a couple of her notes here, like Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Yes. Huge ovation yes. when that got nominated. So deserved. Uh, there was that one guy, shout out to that one person that when Babylon got nominated for score, he went, yeah. That was secret. <laughs> and you could audibly was, hear it. That was secretly me all the way in California <laughs> cheering for that while also doing the reactions this morning. Yeah. There were a couple of really good ones like that. You could hear audible gasps coming from the crowd for certain ones. Yeah, it was definitely more lively, so much more exciting. And as mentioned before, my year of dicks will just live on in infamy forever. Not to mention followed by then... Riz Ahmed had to then also announce an ostrich told me the world is fake and I think I believe it. It was just it was too good to be true. And honestly, having having the two of them as the the presenters was was a great choice. You know, Riz Ahmed, a fresh Oscar winner and Allison winner, Allison Williams in a in a, you know, a, a hit right now in theaters. They both pronounced all the names correctly they, they were just very good at presenting the awards uh, the nominations this morning yeah and you know what the only thing i could have made it better is if megan joined them on the stage i think so i agree it was pretty fantastic as is um let's start off with the shorts here let's uh talk about which shorts made it which shorts we have caught up with and which ones we still need to catch up with best live action short we have an irish goodbye Ivalu, le pupil night ride and the red suitcase. Now look, all right. Uh, let's just get let's just get this out of the way. I said on our predictions show, don't hold me accountable. So don't. All right. I only got two of these correct, uh, and uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna forget about it. Okay. No, I don't forgive and I don't forget. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, no, actually, I was smart and I didn't listen to you, and I ended up getting like three <laughs> or four out of these instead. So. Yeah, I'm so angry about that. <laughs> but the two the two that we knew were going to be the front runners are, are here an Irish goodbye and they appeal. So uh, I do still think one of those two is winning. I, I am leaning toward I'm strongly leaning towards an Irish goodbye. Uh, but yeah, I think one of those two is our winner. I did watch love on uh, Disney Plus this afternoon because it's available there and I did have it on my prediction, so I felt good about that. But after watching it, like I can see how that could be like a front runner in this as well. I would love to watch an Irish goodbye. I do that at parties generally, so I <laughs> I am already like rooting for that in general. Speaking of in general, in general, what a great day for Ireland. Let's go. Right. Let's absolutely go. <laughs> Amen. I mean, I'm like two minutes away from hopping over across the street and getting a Guinness right now to celebrate. I don't know about you all, but Guinness or some Jameson. Let's go. <laughs> God bless the Irish. Right. Eve. God bless the Irish. Yes. Aaron go bra. <laughs> yes. It's about fecking time. <laughs> <laughs> what a different, I've been thinking about, I know these films like could not be more different, but thinking about Belfast from last year as like Irish representation. And then, uh, Banshees and like how different, <laughs> drastically different those films are. And an Irish Goodbye, which I have not seen, but will I will be looking forward to watching that. It's quite good. 
Okay, and then for best documentary short, we have The Elephant Whisperers, Haul Out, How Do You Measure a Year, The Marfa Mitchell Effect, and Stranger at the Gate. And it bears repeating, Daniel Howitt led us astray. Look. It's okay. He's already apologized. We're not going to beat him up too bad for it. That's fine. That's fine. I deserve it. Look, I'm shocked that Nuisance Bear um, missed here. I I really thought, you know, that's that's picked up. You know, I know the precursors for shorts are kind of whatever, but it's it's one of the only ones uh, for one of the only contenders from the shortlist that uh, had picked up tons of awards already. And I, I really thought that was going to win the whole thing. So I'm going to tell you all a very quick story. This happened literally yesterday. Uh, Cody and I were at Sundance and we were on the bus traveling to our car. And someone who worked on the flag makers was on the bus with us. And they asked, you know, if they had a shot or not at getting nominated today. And Cody said, yes, definitely. And I said, sure, but nothing's ever a guarantee with the shorts. And this person did not like my my very frank <laughs> reply. And you know what, though? At least I was honest, because Flag Makers is not here. Uh, another one that I'm just shocked by. I, I really am surprised. It just goes to show you really never know what's happening with the shorts. But I'm thrilled that how do you measure a year? I said on our predictions show that I, I, I wasn't predicting it almost be- to kind of overcompensate because I love that short so much. Um, I'm, I'm really glad that that made it. And I think if people watch all of these nominees, uh, that could win. I mean, it's a really phenomenal, very simple short. So I'm, I'm glad it's here. The Elephant Whisperers and the Marfa Mitchell effect. Those are both Netflix titles, if I'm correct in saying that. Mm-hmm. So good for them for getting both of those. Haul Out was one of the ones where it was like, if you watched it or even knew what it was about, it was like, okay, that's definitely getting nominated. <laughs> I mean, that's where I disagree. I watched all of these and that was not one of my favorites, but it's, you know, it's good for what it is, but it was not one of my favorites. I'm, I'm actually, th- that's maybe the one I'm most surprised to see on this list. Okay. Then for best animated short, we have the boy, the mole, the fox and the horse, the flying sailor, ice merchants, the infamous, my year of dicks <laughs> and an ostrich told me the world is fake. And I think I believe it. I mean, yeah, I, I kind of do believe it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great set of nominees. I'm not the biggest fan of the flying sailor, but uh, all the others are, are really excellent. Um, especially the boy, the mole, the fox and the horse, which I think has a great chance of winning the whole thing. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I love an ostrich told me the world is fake. And I think I believe it. That's a great short. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with this. And I did, for the record, go four for four in this category. All right. So give me at least like a shred of credit here. <laughs> I'm so sad New Moon didn't get in. That was the, uh, so oh my God, one, of the few, one of the few out of any all the shorts that I saw. And I was just tearing up like eight in the morning when I watched it. And I was like, yes, let's do it. I'm so and, sad for the Domingos, man. That, yeah, that's a big bummer. I yeah. really think it's because like rotoscoping, the academy, the animation branch has been really weird with rotoscoping. Yeah. It, but it was the way the whole thing was designed to like it was the set of like the stage and the, like it was all well no. put together, too. So like I don't uh, it's it's sad, but like, I mean, overall, solid, solid nomination. OK, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Okay, and then let's get over to the, some of the other categories here. Uh, best original song. We have Diane Warren returning with applause from Tell It Like a Woman. Hold My Hand, Top Gun Maverick. Lift Me Up, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Not To Not To from RRR. And This Is A Life from Everything Everywhere All At Once. And I will just start off by saying in regards to Everything Everywhere All At Once here, I don't remember who I made the comment to, if it was to Dan, Josh, somebody. But I didn't make the comment that I was very surprised all throughout the precursors with the critics groups, especially who have been going really hard for everything everywhere all at once in numerous categories that the music had been mostly ignored. And then all of a sudden we get a BAFTA nomination for original score and in the next category, which we'll talk about that showed up here, but then also the song as well. And to me, this was one of a few other nominations this morning for Everything Everywhere All at Once where I, I want to be careful with those Power of the Dog comparisons, but what a sign of strength getting into places where a lot of us didn't think it was going to get into. I mean, the thing is, this movie did not get in everywhere that it could have, you know, um, and I think that is what kind of makes it a bit different from Power of the Dog and other like front runners like La La Land and stuff like that. Um, it didn't get in everywhere. Like it, it was a huge show of strength, though, that this song got in. Like I was pretty proud of how well I did with like assessing the Oscar probability for this movie back in March. But the song was never something that I even considered as a potential nomination. It, it it blows my mind. There, really. there were a lot of great surprises this morning. I'm going to be honest. This is where I lost my mind um, when Sunlux appeared in Best Score and I Song. So I was over the moon. It's my favorite score of the year. My favorite song, original song of the year. I I really just lost my mind at this. So incredibly happy. Also, like an underrated factor of it, we never like. I guess no one really even talked about David Byrne. Like, America Utopia was mm-hmm. just recently recognized, and he's been nominated before. He's won so, before. Yeah, so, I mean, that's just something I guess people just really were not talking about. And honestly, inspired nomination. I, I dig it. I, I, I'm a fan. Oh, my goodness. I am so excited for the live performance of Not Do, Not Do. <laughs> yes. It's going to be great. <laughs> I mean, this was RRR's only nomination, but you know what? What a perfect representation for that film because we're going to get that live performance out of it. I think to me, on just a, like a bare minimum level, it's like if I can't get the director nomination for SS Rajamuli, if I can't get visual effects, if I can't get any of these other things that I wanted for it, at least we'll have this. Is it going to be the lead actors who do the performance? Do we know? They have said that they're willing to do it. Oh, you're a... <laughs> I think that'll draw a viewership that maybe the Oscars don't know they could get. Oh, now yeah. they know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't overestimate it because, you know, listen, time differences. People might just watch it True. online when it becomes available instead. So I, I wouldn't get 
too, too crazy about that. But that you do not know how crazy Indian audiences are for these stars. Uh, no, 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 no. Believe me. I'm the one who monitors our Twitter notifications. I know every time yeah. I mention RRR. Believe me. <laughs> I think if the uh, Academy is smart, whoever's producing the show, you just start off. Not to not to start off the show with. Yes. That opening number, that just to get everyone into like the season of the awards show. Honestly, that's not a bad idea. Like to open the show with that, doing like a huge dance number, and then yeah, opening monologue from Jimmy Kimmel, boom into Kehi Kwan winning, and it's like what a great opening <laughs> fifteen minutes that would be. And maybe even in the yeah. background too, on the sides, like on screens and stuff, is just like clips from like movies nominated or stuff, and just set to not do not to. Like, come on, come on! I'm giving we, ABC, we ABC listen the, to us. Yeah, I just want to say we should produce the the Academy Awards because clearly this would be ratings gold right now. Yeah, we're giving, yes. we're, giving you the, we're giving you the keys. Okay, just start making something with it. Okay, next up we have best original score here. All quiet on the Western Front. Boom, boom, boom. Oh my god, that was so Such good. Such a good score. So Such good. A good score. Yeah, I'm so happy. We have Babylon. <laughs> Matt, you, you better keep up this bit. <laughs> He's a Venice Sheeran. Ding, 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 ding. I, I don't know how to make the sounds for Banshees. Ooh. It just sounds like a xylophone. I don't know. <laughs> Everything, everywhere, all at once. Um... And then the Fablemans, um, light, gorgeous, 30 minutes worth of piano music. I don't know. Yeah, if you remember whatever <laughs> the Fableman scores, I would be so impressed because I it is like the shortest thing ever. I, I do love that All Quiet on the Western Front literally got into this category for those four notes. <laughs> Just like, I, I, I love the score for that movie so much. And I... I, I kept saying to myself, wow, this is like one of the most unique scores I've ever heard for a war movie in my life. There's no way this ever gets nominated. Yeah. And here we are. Granted, though, at the expense of Alexandra Desplat. Yeah. So disappointing. Wow. And no women yeah. talking here. And no women talking. Oh, yeah. Women talking that was a highlight. And this was the first uh, category here where there could have been a women talking uh, nomination. And when it missed here, I immediately started thinking, oh, my God, they're going to blanket like the Baptist did. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's. Yeah. Um, Although, yeah, it was a it's tough really year. I mean, two titles that I I'm sad to see omitted here. One that I think everyone will agree on the Batman. Yeah. Even going back to the uh, short list, the fact that it didn't even get on that. So disappointing. Yeah. Unreal. Unreal. And then uh, one that. A, a score that I'm in love with and I I might be alone in this is is the blonde score. No, the blonde score is pretty good. It is good. Yeah, yeah, I just think there wasn't really anything that had a chance of getting in for blonde other than Anna. Random question. This is, I mean, it's kind of a tangent. For the shortlist for score, did Crimes of the Future make it? No. No. Talk about a score that should have. Crimes of the Future. Yeah. Say whatever you want about that movie. That score is prime it's so good it bears repeating because i know how it said it before but like man that song looks nomination for everything everywhere <sighs> awesome I, that score is the most varied in sound of anything i think i've ever heard for a yeah. movie it is insane and i'm so so happy that 
they got that because this branch of all the branches is like so insular and you have to be in the club and man ah so happy so happy that that broke through i mean we got two people here who two nominees who have well, actually, no, that's a lie, actually, for All Quiet on the Western Front. He was, I think, co-nominated with uh, Dustin Halloran for uh, Lion. Yep. Yeah. So Son Lux is actually the only new nominee here, and we can chalk that up to the strength of the film. They yeah. are the, the first official band nominated as a group uh, for scoring a film. Technically, this is very cool. Hey everyone, sorry to interrupt, but this is a preview of our full reactions to the 95th Annual Academy Award nominations here on the Next Best Picture podcast. In order to get the full length, over two and a half hour long podcast, you will have to head on over to our Patreon, where for $1 minimum a month, you will get the rest of this episode, along with other exclusive podcast content from us as well. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily.